All right, let's do it. Cool. All right, welcome to the Church Office podcast. And if you're watching on video, then thank you for joining us. Uh, Gaz is back Come on. by popular demand. <laughs> My mum's been writing yeah. me in the street. Your mum's <laughs> called me a few times, said she loved the podcast. Can we do it all again? Uh, no, I've actually had two texts from people uh, who've got hold of the uh, podcast and said, their favourite one was you, mate. Oh, come on. So, like, getting back was was basically the message. So, um, I felt like just handing over the podcast to oh, you. No, no, no. You are definitely the expert at this. Oh, I don't know about that, mate. I wish that was true. But, uh, yeah, so you've been well since the last time we got together? Yeah, really well. I think, I'm trying to think. Have we had Christmas? Was it after Christmas we... Yeah, it was something like that, wasn't did it? this, yeah. yeah. Well, I think, well, as well as you can be yeah. in this season. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's... I think, yeah, things just changing all the time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see another face. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you, isn't it? Yeah. It's that season, isn't it, of planning, mm. replanning, and then you scrap all your plans and you start again. Yeah. It's, it is a bit like that, isn't it? It is a little bit like that. And I think we are maybe getting to a season there where I, more and more leaders I've been talking to even just this yeah. last week, there seems to be a bit more hope around, yeah. a bit more, yeah. okay, well, let's start thinking about yeah. what does summer look yeah. like and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's changed a little bit the last couple yeah. of weeks, hasn't it? Which is oh, cool. absolutely, yeah. Like God's been good, isn't he? That like a vaccine's on the scene. Yeah. Like people are getting them done. My dad's been done this week, and that's just a like a great relief, isn't it, for people like whose yes. families who might be concerned about loved ones, but to get a vaccine in place is yeah. is class. So. Yeah, it is, and I think you can just see that in people's lives that yeah. suddenly there's a. There, there's new hope yeah. and I think spring's around the corner which is great and we're Love so it. thankful for that <laughs> exciting stuff yes so mate tonight we're doing a podcast together we, we've kind of set the topic at mistakes we've made um because it's easy to listen to a podcast mm. and to think oh these guys are the experts mm. or they know all the answers and uh, I think you know we both agree <laughs> that is uh, far from the truth yeah. isn't it in, in many ways is that you know we've got experience because we've done it for a, mm. a number of years but at the same time, like we need God's grace every day. Yeah, and uh, yeah. there are mistakes that you make and, and, <laughs> and you have to look back and laugh at them, don't you? Yeah. And, and you do learn from them. And so, so that's kind of like where we're taking the podcast today. And then things that we wished we'd known mm. about before we started. And uh, we've got a couple of talking points on that. So I yes. uh, uh, hope you enjoy the podcast. Look forward to it. Mate, happy days. Yeah. Do you want me to kick this off or are you going to Yeah, go? you can kick this off and I'll... Uh, okay. There's some good ones there. You can go first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so mistakes. Where where do we begin? Where do we start? I mean, the one that comes straight to mind for me is the Christchurch speed bumps. <laughs> and uh, it, I had an absolute horror one day. So somebody comes to the office and they gave me this story of, right, we're working on the roads, down the road. We've got some leftover tarmac. Do you fancy, you know, having some potholes and stuff like repaired? So I'm thinking, he said, it'll do us a favor and, it, you know, it'll do you a favor. So I'm like, All right, okay. It's early on in my sort of career here as church administrator, a couple of years into it. And everyone around me is encouraging me to take initiative. So I'm like, this is class. This is right. I'm going to shine here. I'm going to sort out all the potholes. And like everyone's going to come in Sunday and go like, amazing who is this church administrator <laughs> i give him Perfect a 20-year contract <laughs> sign him up now for 20 years and uh yeah so anyway so i sign up to this thing and uh, we agree a price on per square meter and stuff and i'm thinking great okay and then my wife said to me like 
did you did he mean feet or did he mean like meters i was like no definitely meters and uh she's like you know you might want to clarify that so anyway the guy turns up the next day for the thing right and he's here like it must be here six o'clock in the morning like i'm checking the cctv cameras i'm thinking why is this guy so early and he started digging up <laughs> like four or five meters <laughs> worth of car park to the point where there's no return now <laughs> like you, you can't just stop <laughs> like this isn't a pothole repair this is a whole road repair and uh so uh, i get the bill at the end and it's like a couple of thousand pounds and i'm thinking this is my this is my time to shine and then in fact uh it went it went bad yeah so i get on the phone to the boss i'm like pete mate you won't believe it you won't believe it and uh yeah so now the the, the team know about it not many of the people in the church know about it they but it's surprise church now. speed pumps come on <laughs> so when you see all the different levels of tarmac you know that it There's relates to first my my mistake one of my big mistakes so uh yeah and i've heard that story like four or five times different people have come up so it is a proper scam if you're watching and somebody comes to you and says we can do you a favor we've got some leftover tarmac we're down the road we can come now I'm like, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Yeah, <laughs> don't fall for it. Wisdom right there. See, I, I wish we had a car park to tarmac. <laughs> so see, there's, there's, there's two sides to this uh, story. It <laughs> is, yeah. Car park management. Yeah, stick it on the list. We <laughs> yeah. uh, have a public road. It's good. Yeah. You're going to upset the neighbours with the parking. Uh, yeah, yeah, very true. Yeah, it's true. So any mistakes that you've made? Uh, I would love to say no, none at all, but that would be lying to you. So... Um, <laughs> I think uh, one thing my wife often says to me, especially in in work, yeah. uh, I speak a lot around parenting and family life as well as being involved with the church. And often we kind of hear lovely, perfect stories of parenting. Yeah. Yeah. And especially in this world where a lot of things are online, yeah. amount of times where I've recorded something and she's watched it and I've walked into the kitchen and she's looked at me and gone, well, you've only told a little bit of the truth there, haven't you? <laughs> Said You always tell the stories which make you look good and me not so good. She was like, maybe I should come on yeah. and balance it out. Yeah. So, yeah, many mistakes. I think one of the ones for us was, it was probably about this time last year, maybe a little bit earlier okay. in the year, when we were celebrating our fifth anniversary um, as, as the yeah. church. And what we wanted to do, we wanted to get new like flags and banners for outside okay. where we met. And yeah. we used to meet at a big high school okay. so signage was key because there's there, so yeah. much going on at the high school on sunday people especially visitors needed to know yeah. so we wanted to um order these new uh like teardrop yeah banners. yeah yeah and we had previous ones and they are um just goes either side of a door kind of thing yeah. just normal size so we uh, my wife uh, did the design for them looked beautiful yeah. and she was like these are the ones we ordered last time so ordered them they arrived, I think, maybe on the Thursday. Okay. And we thought, okay, well, they're just normal. Yeah. We don't need to set them up. Okay. We'll no need to check them. No, don't need to check them. <laughs> so on the Sunday, ready for church, like the setup team was in there. And then one of the guys come in and was like, Gaz, like, I don't know if these banners are what we need. I was like, what do you mean? He was <laughs> like, where are they supposed to go? And I said, either side of the door. He's like, well, come see them. And I was like, you're setting them up wrong. <laughs> so I turned around the corner into the yard where yeah, he was setting yeah. up. Problem was, the reason why he was setting them up in the yard was they were too big to set up inside. <laughs> the problem was we set them up and they were the size 
of like this building. Oh my word! They were literally like probably double the size of a house. Oh no! She had we had accidentally ordered stadium banners. Oh no! Instead of teardrop <laughs> banners for our lovely little church doors, but the the pro if that wasn't hard enough. So on the Sunday we obviously didn't have them. Yeah. In the correspondence with this company who were in Germany, I think. Okay. And it got kept getting sent around their office. But every time they were in communication with us, they wanted us to set it up for them. <laughs> so every time we were kind of going back and forth, they're the wrong ones. They were like, they can't be the wrong yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, they're huge. We kept, so we were setting them up in our garden, oh, no. in the car park of our office, everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, we ordered the wrong ones. And yeah. even to this day, we haven't got the right size <laughs> ones. <laughs> so yeah. That's uh, one of our mistakes. Yeah, that is horrible, isn't it? When you've you've got print or something like that, spelling mistake, typo. <laughs> like there was a season where um, our senior pastor Pete Greasy basically like banned me from doing any kind of print, in, like unless it was checked by like four or five people, <laughs> and uh, totally banned from it. Um, I mean, some of the other mistakes I've made. If I don't know if you're responsible for announcements at your church, but. Like this is a horror for me, and and it's like a when there's a new baby comes up, and the names are getting more and more complicated. <laughs> so I've got these, I've got this name of this kid, bless his heart, and uh, instead of saying uh, Gabriel, I called who's a lad, a little boy who was born. I announced that uh, Gabrielle had been <laughs> born, and. Um, and it was an absolute horrible moment <laughs> in church. Total silence. The picture, the name, it doesn't work. And I'm on the stage and I cannot get the name in my head. I'm like, Gabriel, I cannot get this Gabriel in my head. And uh, the kid's 11 now or something and he's in church. Every time I walk past, I'm like, oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. <laughs> so sorry. I called I you the wrong name. I know. And like, even on that, I was just thinking then. And like when he said about typos, I remember this one time. Um, like the words in church, yeah. you know, when you sing. And I remember everyone singing. I, it was, the line was, your love become, your your love poured out or something like oh, that. Right, yeah. Or love pour. Love and pour was the two words. But instead of pour, it had poo. <laughs> I don't quite know how we managed to like type it up because like on the laptop, because that's, the, it was one of the songs and you're like, you only realise it during worship. <laughs> during it's far too late then. Because everyone, and it's one of those times now everyone remembers that oh, song. Yeah, that, yeah. We can't sing it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the song's gone. Scrapped. It I is. Love that. And, and even, um, and thankfully that wasn't my mistake. That was my wife's mistake. But um, like I said, we, we would do church at high school before COVID. Yeah. And um, I remember this one summer we were doing baptismals. Yeah. Um, what what are two things you need for a baptismal? Let me ask you this oh, you question. Need a baptismal pool yes. and some water. And water. We had one of those two. So on the <laughs> Sunday, and again, we can't get into the building early yeah. uh, or the day before so yeah. to set it up because it's outside. Yeah. Um, so we got there, um, had the pool. Yeah. Um, the problem was we oh, no. had water but didn't have a long enough water source to get from the tap oh, to no. the thing. So you had all these people come in. <laughs> Thankfully, we did manage to get a hose, but it was literally Moments. just like literally the pool is being filled yeah. up as people yeah. are arriving. Yeah. And it was cold because we couldn't get it heated up in time. Oh, but hey. <laughs> Baptismal pools are a challenge. Unless you've got one sort of like built into your, your stage or, you know, this existing. Like we've got a uh, 
it's it's basically like a giant fishery kind of pool yeah which you got steps into and it takes us on our hose about three days to uh to fill up and then it takes literally about a week to to heat the thing up it's so much water and we had the fire service one day thinking oh great we'll get them in and uh, they'll fill it up really quickly so they like connected everything up filled the thing up and then i go and check it out to see what it's like and it's like silty and all like floaty bits in it and stuff like that and the guy says oh yeah don't worry it's at the end of the run and i'm thinking yeah but this is a baptismal pool like <laughs> we got like 500 people coming for this baptism and we can't have the pool stinking and uh, so we had to empty it and the poor people getting baptized that week because we had to empty it clean it refill it um like the water was running literally 24 hours you know we had someone posted here and uh I think it was the same weekend that we accidentally, somebody accidentally split the pool. So we're talking like four days to fill up and the water just fl flowed out of the, onto the whole carpet. And it took us, what, days and days to clean up. Oh, man. Horror. Sick. Absolute horror. That but, is. Uh, yeah, funny. So, uh, yeah. At least you can laugh about the mistakes now, isn't it? You have to laugh about them, don't you? Because, yeah, you do. You, you know, in the moment when you see the water just gushing out of this pool, you think, oh, my goodness. But now you laugh at it. You think, yeah, that's great. We had people who uh, brought their surfboards and chucked them in the water. <laughs> All sorts of crazy stuff like that. So, uh, Love it. So, yeah, a few, few mistakes. Yeah. I'm just trying to think, is there anything else? I, I did write a kind of short list. Uh, of mistakes oh yeah now this is an interesting point so one of the things that as administrators we have to be careful of is not to kind of burn people out do mm. we and kind of like wear them out and um, I don't know if you're in a situation that in church and, and maybe your experience as well if you're listening is that people love to say yes don't they they, they want to help they want to get involved like yeah. so I'm big on Christmas right love Christmas absolutely love it so I go to the church meeting and I'm like right can we set aside some money to decorate the outside of our building in the most outrageous way possible, <laughs> right? And then as people drive past on the motorway or people come and visit, like it'll be a talking point, you know? And gospel, right? Let's, you know, do you see that crazy building? Yeah, that's when I go to church. Yeah, let me tell you about Jesus. I like it. And uh, that was the link. And uh, so I proposed at the church building and, and had quite a lot of enthusiasm. And so I thought it'd be great to do these like one meter high letters and um, like happy Christmas. Yeah right across the top of the building beautiful like you know 15 meters long whatever. Love it. class thing <laughs> so so i've gathered a group of people to do it and i'm thinking yeah it's gonna take what a couple of nights you like well like after about week four like literally on the day we're launching like a, a kind of christmas market christmas light switch on the guys are still on the roof hanging the lights you know and i'm thinking oh it looks great but then it's like it's slightly wonky coming down <laughs> the building. And uh, the uh, the other guys in the staff team were like, this was the worst idea ever. They're never going to get them straight. You've worn people out. People look at that and go, that is just so rubbish. So uh, future years, I had to come up with a different idea. And that's where I came up with the giant star ah, idea. So and uh, the star of Newport, five meters high, two and a half meters wide, beautifully lit up. Come on. Mate, see. get the simpler. star up there. So much simpler. <laughs> So much simpler. So, uh, yeah. Anything like else? It. Any other mistakes before, before we move on? I'm sure there's many. I'm sure my wife will remind me of some. <laughs> yeah, um, you like to put them out the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, I like yeah. to, yeah, like to forget them. I, I like, obviously, there's, be, there's been times where we've 
we use a lot of higher buildings. Yeah. Um, so there's been times oh, where no. our worship team or we've turned up to church, but yeah. the building hasn't been open. Yeah. So we've literally had to like yeah. be in the car park. Yeah getting ready and then as <laughs> literally church starts then the caretaker turns up and um, we've had a few of those and it always kind of falls on even though i'm not the one opening it's like well why didn't you touch base and you're like oh yeah okay so you yeah. have this never-ending yeah. list of things yeah. with hired buildings yeah i've had things like that. yeah you've forgotten to hire a coach or the wrong email's gone or it hasn't sent and you know and, and people are great in the church aren't they they are patient and kind yes and gracious and you know i experienced a lot of that That's particularly true. early on when i'm thinking who is this kid what is he doing does he have a clue thinking, no don't have it any is, clue it is true and i suppose even on that and like when you were saying about the christmas thing is sometimes we don't then want to try new things or release yeah. people because yeah. we get put off by those yeah, things yeah 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 and it's that balance isn't it yeah between yeah not taking too much on or kind of that but yeah not always doing the same thing yeah, either. Yeah, Because I, I love it, and I think it, it is a real balance, isn't it, of like motivating people, bringing people together for mm. projects is great. And, and the, the guys involved in it loved it, you know, and the process they loved. But by the end, I could look back at it and go, oh, yeah, that didn't, it didn't work, you know. I think it was like uh, midnight one night before the event. We're still trying to hang these lights up on the roof, you know, like our, you've seen the size of our building. <laughs> and, like, I'm, like... Uh, they've lowered a bucket and I'm passing like KFC to them like 12.30 at night and you know got their wives texting me saying like why is my husband not home yet uh he's he's on the church roof he'll be all right don't worry um you know great great times and that's uh, the thing and sometimes the idea is great isn't it and because I was just thinking then um one of the previous buildings we used to use yeah um we it, it was just a community hall yeah so it was quite a bland room and they actually allowed us to paint it oh really which was bizarre because we only use it which was amazing um but we thought oh do you know what there was a scripture um which was for for such a time as this for yeah. us yeah. and it was kind of the big thing for us as yeah. a church so we thought do you know what on the back of the stage, which we set every week, we're going to yeah. make this massive pallet board sign, Class. which will hang. Yeah. So we made it, and it was, what, I don't know, maybe six foot high. Okay. And maybe 12 foot. It was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's now in a furniture store. Is um, that right? <laughs> yeah, because we, we don't use it anymore. But basically, it was, it was huge. It was really heavy. But we, it was lovely. It looked brilliant. Yeah. But we didn't think about the fact that every single week, four of us <laughs> would have to stand on chairs and hang it every single week and take it down because it couldn't yeah, stay yeah, up there yeah but it was a lovely idea <laughs> it's a great idea just totally impressive. but after week six it was like okay maybe <laughs> next time should we just uh, use canvas or something oh, like yeah. that a bit lighter yeah. but yeah 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 funny i remember organizing a trip to um to america and kind of there was this men's conference going so we took like 50 guys over like booked it and, and i coordinated all of this and uh, all the flights all the hotels all the stuff and uh, we had to hire like so many cars to fit everyone in and stuff like that and i was coordinating all the drivers and stuff and got that totally wrong so literally got one car without a driver and uh, fortunately enough somebody had their driving license with them but it was uh, like a narrow escape of like we're in america we can't <laughs> 
transport anywhere and nobody else has got a license because they haven't been told to bring one no it's not the sort of thing you carry no. when you go abroad is it if you're not driving it's like whew, yeah so got out of jail a few times <laughs> like that. definitely so yeah there's there's lots to to think about yeah there is yeah lots of mistakes but, but god's good and <laughs> I've, I've definitely been rescued a number of times uh, is true. rescued a couple of times by my wife sounds like you have as well <laughs> very much so someone's jumped in his family's all jumped in yeah, the heating's not on. Quick, we've got to get down the building quick. Yeah. <laughs> Turn it on. Done that a few times. <laughs> so, yeah, the joy of it. So, mate, that's it. We're not experts. We're we? not. And uh, we make mistakes and uh, are, are the same as anyone else. We just, uh, we just got a podcast. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> get yourself a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Great. Right, mate, moving on. Okay, so things that we'd wish we'd known about before mm. we started in these kind of roles. Mm. Um it's a good good kind of question kind of like reflective of like you know people who might be starting up in these roles like what's useful to yeah. know uh, what's helpful what have been some of the challenges i know that that might be an interesting topic yeah um, love it so uh, yeah any top top tips from you kicking us off yeah i think first off my first thing would be like it's okay to make mistakes yeah because i think sometimes we see administration as everything has to be perfect yeah. because a lot of a lot of weight of expectation or responsibility weighs on it, which is so true. Yeah, yeah. And we we want excellence and we want things to work well. Of course we do. Yeah. But how do we create? I suppose first of all for ourselves. Yeah. That that releasing that. Do you know what? Some things just are out of your control. Yeah. And yeah. actually. How do you build upon them? Yeah. Because I think, like we joked about earlier, the danger is sometimes we make a little mistake and we go, because it's our personality where we go, we'll never try that again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, yeah. I think God is calling us to yeah. try things. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's being okay with those mistakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And learn from them. Yeah, and how you respond to them is yeah. tells you so much more, doesn't it, about yeah. yourself, yeah. Yeah, and, and on that, you, that you joked about the whole thing of the family being yeah. on board and doing... Yeah. But I think there's there's a real reality to that. Sometimes, yes, the responsibility might be on you as an individual. Yeah. But like the guys in our church always laugh because I'm always like, who can I bring along with me? <laughs> like if I'm going to pick up tables, I'm not yeah. going on my own. Yeah. Who can come with me? Yeah. Or if I'm going down the church at six o'clock in the morning, yeah. who's coming with me? Yeah. Part of me because I think that's good yeah. for connection and that kind of team spirit and stuff yeah. like that. But also... you. It's sharing the burden. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's sharing that weight yeah. as well. And yeah. when I make mistakes, they can help me on that. Absolutely and right. Yeah, so I think that's really important. Yeah, no, absolutely right. That's good. That's a good one. Mm. Uh, one of the things that came to mind straight away as we were kind of thinking about this was that, is that in church, everyone loves to talk about church, don't they? Yeah. It's like, And they love their local church. They're passionate about it. And so one of the things that I didn't expect, and I don't know why I didn't expect this, was that, that all the, the conversations I had with friends all outside of the church or outside of work were all related to the church. Yeah. So there was like no escape from... Like you're in work, you talk about church because you, you, this is what you do. And then you leave work and you go to someone's house for dinner or, you know, you go out on a date night and someone else from church turns <laughs> up and they're talking to you about church. Yes. Um, and it can be a real challenge, I think, to kind of separate your life, can't it? When you're in a kind of in a full time role or in a part time mm. or voluntary role, if you're carrying responsibility, yeah. um, it can be hard sometimes to kind of get that break, to yeah. get that time away. And uh, and it's true, isn't it? All our friends 
are all in the church. Yeah. I work with them. I manage some of them. And, and all of that whole mix is just complicated, isn't it? Yeah. And, and difficult. I think complicated is the word, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And even on that, I suppose it's, there's no escaping sometimes, isn't yeah. there? And I think in roles like this where things like um, booking in for events or yeah. um, buildings being open or yeah. all those schedules yeah. and kind of things yeah. often sit on one person. Yeah. Actually, a lot of people we're working with are volunteers. Yeah. So actually, when there's a convenient time for them, it's yeah. sometimes an inconvenient yeah. time. <laughs> That's for right. So it's, it's that yeah. balance. Like yeah, in this season where yeah. a lot of things are online, like we're finding that, do you know what, 10 o'clock on a Saturday yeah. night is a time yeah. where people contact us. Yeah. And so yeah. it's, yeah, how do you, how do you balance those, that? Yeah, it's, it's difficult. One of the things that, like I raised it with Pete Greasy, my senior pastor here, and I was like, it's just like, what do I do? How do you get a break? And, and he just said to me, like, go and be friends with some unbelievers. Mm. Like, go and pursue relationships with people who aren't in the church, who aren't impressed that you're a pastor, who, who really got no interest in church, no interest in Jesus. Like, yeah. go and hang out with them. Yeah. And, um, and so we sort of, like, our girls are really into ballet, and all three girls are into ballet. And we sort of started saying to her, I said to my wife, like, let's pursue some relationships, not just the, the opportunity to evangelize and want to tell them about mm. Jesus as we do, but also that ability just to just to hang and be yourself yeah. and just, like, not have to talk about church, you know. Yeah. And so that was one recommendation and, and something I would recommend. Uh, mm. If you're going into a full-time role or, or you're carrying a level of responsibility like yourself or others, then find relationships and friendships outside the church. Like, I think yeah. that's absolutely crucial. Yeah, um, it is. It gives you a bit of a break that's not really interested in your job at all. <laughs> and, and and I've I've found as well, because a lot of our really close friends are in leadership of our yeah. church, and we've also been times, it's okay to say we're not going to talk about church now, yeah, yeah. or we're not going to talk about that function bit. Yeah. And I think it's okay to do that as yeah, well. Absolutely right, um, yeah. And actually, sometimes not everything is as urgent as we think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it's okay to say if it's on a Saturday, go. Do you know what? We'll we'll talk about this Monday or yeah. Tuesday or whenever yeah. it works. Yeah. Other things are urgent yeah. sometimes. Yeah, absolutely right. And and our senior pastor Pete here has been great at this as well. Like he's really relational. So like we'll get together and stuff outside of work, but like he'll go right. Let's go and play golf together, or mm. right. Let's go to the pub and have a meal together, and just you know just chill and just chat about mm. like stuff that we're enjoying reading or watching, mm. and like he'll. He organised for the team to go on a um, one of those like narrow boats. Mm. Oh, mate, what a day! And we just went out as a team, just like nobody's going to talk about work today. We're just going to hang together Good. and just enjoy it. And like you've got to build those things in. And if if somebody like your senior pastor or someone else in your church is not doing some of those things, then then look for ways that you can do that. Mm. Um, yeah, and build friendships outside, and, and all of those things are kind of important. But good friendships inside are important as well. So yeah. it's, it is trying to find that balance, isn't it? Of, yeah, uh, it is. Stuff, but yeah, it is. Yeah, I think when you start a role, you feel like so excited, don't you, to be working at the church? It's such yeah. a privilege to be working. And somewhere along that journey, depending on whether you're in like year one or year two, you begin to start to go, "How do I do this? Mm. Like, I'm getting tired, or I'm finding this hard." And and talk to people about it. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't just kind of bottle those things up and yeah, and, and I chat. think 
like you alluded to there, it's perfectly normal. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think yeah. even that's really <laughs> releasing to, it is. you might feel frustrated right now yeah. in, in things and that's normal or yeah. you might feel tired or kind yeah. of hitting a wall yeah. and that's normal. Yeah. Um, so how do we, how do we build upon that kind yeah. of thing and not let that be our dwelling place? I think is really important. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think honest conversations are key there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's really good. Another thing I was just thinking about, about something I wish I knew is you don't always have to be the expert mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you don't always have to have the answer. Yeah. But I think being committed to find the answer, yeah. I think that's really important in roles yeah. like this is yeah. I think sooner our teams or people we serve yes. alongside realize we're, we're not the expert yeah. on everything. Yeah. I think is a really good thing. Yeah. But actually, one of the things we we try and do as teams is, okay, you ask me a question, and I'm not going to pretend I know the answer if I don't mm-hmm. know it, mm-hmm. but actually I'm going to commit to finding out. Yeah. And I think that's a really good thing to do. Yeah. And I think if you're just starting off in a role like this, is look at resources like the church office, yeah. look at what other churches yeah. are doing, yeah. because there's some really great things that you can yeah. learn off them. Oh, massively, yeah. And it's not yeah. always about recreating the wheel is it yeah. it's i think that's so important yeah no i think that's right yeah and you're exactly right yeah look around draw others in uh, begin to build relationships with other churches you know mm. other people who are doing similar role to you like that that makes a massive difference yeah uh, we took a group of um you know we were talking about our maintenance staff and i wanted them to kind of like uh, think totally differently about the building and and it's really hard isn't it when you've been in a role to like think differently and yeah. to think kind of outside the box so so we took them so I took them on a road trip right the maintenance team and uh, we went to one like super big church like thousand church in Peterborough and then we went to like a really small church in the, in the Welsh Valleys and both were brilliant at kind of like running their buildings awesome. but in a totally different way and so we did this road trip to go and visit and um and it really blew like our staff away of just like being able to go and look and go, oh, that's how they do that. Oh, that's yeah. how they do that maintenance. And like the one building we went to, like they painted their whole building like every year. They had this like painting schedule, which was like brilliant. And um, and they had this, this lady that had this trolley with every single paint pot labeled up right for every you know every room and when she like cleaned the room and 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 her job was to kind of like make this place look spotless and and she just went right across the building just had like free reign to go across the building just to make it spotless she would like touch up all the little bits on the walls and stuff like that with the the color paint like that blew our guys away it's like wow this is like real quality so good but like nobody's going to come up with that trolley idea of paint like no but our guys have implemented it and it's like it's brilliant so stuff like that, like just connecting with other churches and then, good. you know, it confirms like things that you're doing well or things that you've got right and things that you think, oh, actually, I could do that differently. Yeah, it's been exposed to it, isn't yeah, it? Because it is. if you think if your role in church was to lead worship or to look yeah. after youth, yeah, there's lots of conferences and events. Yeah. And if we think, oh, what is something which will really benefit my youth ministry? There's loads of events you could go to to learn like top tips and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. But when you're talking about some of this nuts and bolts, yeah. really the best way of learning, yeah. and there's great resources out there, but is actually going to churches or yeah. other people who are doing it and yeah. going, why do you yeah. do it like yeah. that? Yeah. Like, is there a better way yeah. um, of doing that? And I think also on that, sometimes to invite other people in to yeah. our context as well yeah. and go, 
we do it like this, or we mm. run our small groups like this, or the administration like this, is there a better way? Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a really good thing to do as well. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, drawing drawing from others is mm. massively helps. So, and and it takes time to kind of build up those networks. Yeah. That's the thing, doesn't it? And you have to invest time into it. Um, and that's a conversation to have with a senior leader and saying, right, is there a way that I can spend, you know, yeah. an hour or two hours a month just going visiting someone, mm. go and connect with someone, uh, go and have a lunch with someone. Yeah. You know, you're a, you're a lunch and coffee man, mate. There's so it. much so much is done over those times, aren't yeah. there? You know, it's not just it's getting true. together, but it's like drawing together and learning from each other and growing. Yeah. Well, one of the other things uh, I think is worth saying, um, you know, things that I wish I'd known first of all, is uh, understanding the different roles around us. So, like, I was, I was thinking about this after, I was thinking that early on in my kind of role, I suppose, there were kind of different conflicts, I suppose, with different people's opinions on different things, you know? So I've been brought in to kind of manage it and lead in the kind of background, and yet, there are pastors who want to lead in a particular way or want something done in a particular way. And I'm like, hmm, I don't know if I, I, don't know if I can do that or agree with that or yeah. struggle with that, you know? And so, um, so one of the things that, that I have tried to do is try to learn and think about what are some of the things that like Pete Greasy, our senior pastor is like, what's he like having a sleepless night over? Like, what is he worrying about? How does he work? How does he think? Like, what is he, um, what's really important to him? Yeah. And, being aware of some of those things in your different sort of team or leadership dynamics do make a difference because I'm going to approach a subject and it seems obvious in a totally different way to how he's going to approach it, yeah. how someone else is going to approach it on the team. And there's got to be that kind of that grace and that humility mm. that, that people are going to look at this in different ways. And, and there isn't one way to do it. And I think as a church administrator and I'm the manager, my way's the best. Mm. And it's easy to, to come across that way and, to, and for that to be the experience of those other people who are sitting in the room yeah, with you. Yeah, very true. Um, and actually, I think if you can, I think there's probably been some hard lessons to learn in that, isn't there, of times where you go, I haven't been brought into a conversation. Why have I not been brought into this? Yeah. Well, because you're not useful. You're not helpful. <laughs> uh, you yeah. want it your way and we don't yeah. want to just go that narrow. Mm. Um, so we haven't invited you into the conversation and you think, ah, that's gutting. And you have all those kind of challenges going on in the different dynamics. But yeah. I think that awareness that actually, you know, I'm paid to bring a perspective and Pete, our senior pastor, is going to be bringing a perspective that's totally different. Yeah, very true. And we've got different roles. We're going to have approach it in different ways. Um, and we need to kind of, you've talked about it before, we need to work together. We need to respect yeah. those differences. And we're going to go on a journey together as a team. Yeah. And so not that we're going to compromise, but there's got to be humility. Gotta I be. think you want to cultivate that early on in kind of your ministry or early on in the kind of church administration yeah. role is how can you listen to others? How can you show kindness? How can you draw others in? How can you ask more questions yeah. and then bring more statements about yeah. something? Um, and those those things are important, you know. Very good. Because you talked before about last podcast that really stuck with me is that that trust. Mm. They trust our voice, and I trust their voice. Yeah. Like yeah. that is the kind of place that you want to get to. That just really like brings that clarity of that. It's true. And that, that point. That's not built overnight, is it? As we know, yeah. and and sometimes you only learn it when it's abused or when you've missed yeah. it, kind yeah. of thing. And yeah. I think trust is really important. And on that is 
when you understand the roles, you celebrate the difference and yeah. you celebrate the uniqueness. Yeah. And I think we have to be secure enough in knowing that not every idea yeah. or everything that we create is the right thing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's never going to be. I'm yeah. one person. Yeah. You're one person. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of team, isn't yeah. it? Is yeah. actually how do we realize we have the same goal? Yeah. But yes. we all are playing different parts to achieve that goal. Yeah. And actually, I think when we celebrate that, that there is room for everyone around the table yeah. then. Yeah. Because actually, yeah. there's been times I've walked out of a meeting going, okay, actually, it's not what I would choose, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, we're on board and how do we make this yeah. work? Yeah. Because we've talked about it, we've prayed about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I realized that if it was always my way, it would look exactly the same yeah. every single time yeah. we do it because yeah. that's my strength. Yeah. I'll, I'll play into my strength. But actually, there's a fullness when we all come together yeah. in that. Yeah, absolutely right. And it's also recognizing, isn't it, that God's made us a particular way and he's called us to serve in this church mm. in this way. And so there have been times where I've sat in a meeting and and it, if I'd stayed silent on, on the other side, then we would have got into trouble in some ways because we wouldn't have been sort of meeting a legal thing or or we'd be going off somewhere and I'm thinking there's 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 potential risk there yeah. and and these guys don't think about it like that but there are times where where you where I've spoken up and gone right let's not let's not do that let's, let's can we reconsider this and it's helped a lot isn't it so yeah. it's not just like going our oh, humility looks like I stand back and I no. don't say but it's just going yeah no I'm going to add something but I'm not going to stand there and say I'm absolutely right every time. No, you know, it's and, good. And, and you know, where where can I learn from others and and hear what others got to say, um, and and that those kind of you know self awareness, so self that you know, you're going to help the whole dynamics of your team. Yeah. By being like that, and um, and hopefully there's some people on the team who model that in the same way as well. So yeah, it's good. It's um, yeah, that's helpful. those are a couple of helpful things I think. Yeah, to, good, bro. To really chew good. over. Okay, so we're talking about one of the things that we would have loved to have known before we started. And one of the things, challenges that I've always faced, and I'm sure the people that I've employed have had the same challenges with me as well, um, that you're friends with people, you're in the church with people, and then you hire these people mm. for a job. And, and some have been great and some have been, you know, challenging, you know, and like every job, you know, you have great performance and you have average performance, don't you? Yeah. And all of that going on. And so it's a really tough, mm. tough thing, I think, to kind of manage people in churches and to work in a church. So yeah. everyone thinks working in a church is like the easiest job in the world. It's just like, yeah, it's great. You drink coffee and you talk about Jesus. <laughs> and like you have these wonderful like team Bible studies. And it's just like, it's amazing. And uh, like the reality is actually, it's not, it's like any other workplace. Yeah, and like people come in, you know, having a bad week and it shows in their work, you know, yeah. um, and I can have a bad week and it's the same for me. You know, people are like, oh, don't go near Gavin's office today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> somebody get him a coffee quick. Uh, someone <laughs> cheer him up a little bit. Um, but those dynamics going on and managing people then that are church members um, and you're trying to do pastoral things and you're trying to do kind of, task oriented things mm. is really difficult um and i wish i had the answers and i think one of the things i i really see in it is because we've had we've had some people who've worked for our church and yeah um 
seasons change, don't they? Yeah. And um, but they're still in the church. And I think one of the things I think I observe and I see with Lois is that really we need to value the person for the person. Yeah. And it's a job. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And we yeah. know that there's calling and we know all yeah. those things. Yeah. But actually, even when they're not doing the job, they still yeah. have of they're still valuable. Yeah. And they yeah. still are part of the church. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important. Yeah. That actually, even when we're managing people, even when we're serving with people, that yeah, there might be staff and employment on the table. Yeah. But they are still part of the church. Yeah. And even if things change and seasons change, they still have a place. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's really important in yeah, how we lead people and manage yeah. people there. Yeah. And churches typically could be informal. And I know um, not everyone likes to make it formal, but when you're kind of in a work situation, um, and you you know in a Christian organization you're going to find the same kind of challenges I think that are in church yeah. that that uh, we're all Christians in this so you do have to have those kind of clear boundaries don't yeah, you you, do. you know you do have to have those job descriptions yeah. you do have to have those times where you sit down and have an honest conversation and you review stuff and you're willing to hear from them how yeah. you're doing as a yeah, manager because because you know you you can be making a right mess of it as well yeah. and and that's true and when we all get busy we all start this cracks at show, isn't there? And we all start to do it. So I think as much as I can, don't think about it as just a family working in the background. You've got to think about it as a workplace and you've got to kind of maintain those things as best you can. Um, So we'll get together at lunchtime sometimes and all gather around and, you know, before COVID and have lunch together. And it's great. And those times are really cool. And we'll pray together in our team meetings and stuff. But we're gonna still gonna have ten points that I need you to do this week, and I need them done like yeah. as best as you can do them. And if you don't do them, then that's gonna have an impact on this and this. Yes. So, like, tell me if you can't, and then we're gonna pull together, and we're gonna pull it to you know all together. But those some of those formalities in a church get set aside because yeah, of friendship, do. because of church. Yeah. And I suppose the point I'm making is that you know have make it as formal as you can. Yeah sometimes those things you know it feels cold sometimes but it's important so it you know is. sat down with a new starter and gave him a contract and they're like you know why, why do i need a contract like i'm working at the church like i don't need it um you know like i trust you you trust me and i'm like yeah but in two years time you might be sitting here thinking what a nightmare boss he's been <laughs> like somebody sort him out and you know like a clear job description yeah. a clear contract you know meeting all those kind of legal requirements are really important so yeah. i think do those things right and and you'll find there'll be opportunities for informal and friendship in the workplace but it's, yeah. it's in the right way very yeah. good so that's good. my good thoughts wisdom. on that Well, thank you again for joining us today on this podcast. Uh, Please get in contact if the church office can support you or serve you in any particular way. Please look at the website again and check out all the new content that's added each week. We do hope it blesses and serves church administrators and pastors, time savers with document templates and various other things. If you've got any questions, then please email them over to info at thechurchoffice.co.uk. We'd love to hear it and love to be able to pick a topic that's relevant to you and talk about it on the podcast well thank you for joining us today over and out bye